Welcome to the Weight Loss for Fertility podcast. When you're trying to get pregnant, whether naturally or with the help of a fertility doctor, weight loss can better your chances of success. I'm Dr. Stephanie Fine, and I help you do just that. Let's go. Hello, fabulous. Today, we're going to talk about how to eat guilt-free. Doesn't that sound nice? How much of a difference would that make in your day-to-day life, huh? No guilt about your food, a kind relationship between you and your food. Does that sound impossible? It's not. I promise. And you can learn how to do it. You can transform your relationship with food by doing these two things. Number one, make decisions. And number two, don't second guess them. The guilt comes from the second guessing, right? We decide in the moment to eat something. And then after we've eaten it, we beat ourselves up about it. That's not fair. That's not fair. It's not fair to ourselves, right? And this is the relationship we're talking about today, the one we have with ourselves. So you can't decide to do something and then beat yourself up about it. I'm going to talk today about what to do instead. Okay? So make decisions and then don't second guess them. And that's it. Make decisions about the food you put in your mouth and then do not go back later and beat yourself up over it. The judgment and the guilt feels terrible. That's where that the guilt comes in because we judge the decision that we made. Some of us spend so much time here regretting every meal, every snack, every treat, every meal out with friends. Oh, it just sounds exhausting. And it's so, it is exhausting. And when we feel terrible, okay, you're going to see this coming. When we feel terrible, what do we do? We want to comfort ourselves. And of course we do because we feel terrible. So that's what happens. When we feel terrible, we want to comfort ourselves. But what is our go-to comfort? It's food. So then that's where you have this lifelong cycle of deciding and then beating ourselves up and then eating more because we feel terrible. It's a terrible cycle to be in. If we decide that we will no longer beat ourselves up over decisions in the past, we remove that thick layer of judgment and guilt and we can just deal with the facts. It's so liberating to just deal with the facts. I know it feels like we should be beating ourselves up because we should punish ourselves because that was a terrible decision, but it does not work. It does not work. So we're, we're going to try something new. We're not going to do that anymore. Okay. So let's say I ate a whole bag of chips. Without the shaming piece, if we just skip that, what are we left with? A fact. I ate the bag of chips, period. Without the guilt layer and the beating ourselves up and the whole shame spiral, we are free to be curious about that. Huh. What had me reaching for the bag of chips? If you ask yourself that, yourself that cleanly, with curiosity and love, which you can have if you're not punishing yourself. If we're punishing ourselves, then we're just upset at ourselves and just we're in a spiral. But if we 
remove that layer and we're just sort of like, huh, I just ate an entire bag of chips when I didn't want to. What is that about? You will get an answer. But here's the thing, when we're new at this, the first thing your brain is going to say, do you know what that is? I don't know. But that's not allowed. We're not allowed to say, I don't know. And the reason why it's, it's just never allowed because it shuts down the brain. The brain's like, great, we don't know. Fine. There's nothing else I can do about it, but it's always a lie. (laughs) So we don't want to let the brain be off the hook like that. We want the brain is relieved because then it doesn't have to work or think it can just go offline and be like, oh, we don't know. Great. Let's just stay in the comfortable fog and we don't have to work to come up with an answer. A lot of us are really comfortable in that fog, but the re- but here's the, the the whole point of this is the reason we're comfortable in that fog is because it's better than the place where we beat ourselves up. The beating ourselves up, we hate. And of course we do. It feels terrible, but we're doing it to ourselves. So if we just remove that layer, we are left with so much clearer of a picture. And when we have a clear picture, we can make a sane decision about it. But we cannot do that if we're in this mean spiral. And one of our coping mechanisms to not be in the mean spiral is to be in a fog. Okay? So when we're when when we remove the layer of judgment and guilt, and we decide to ask ourselves, why, you know, I'm wondering why I had those chips, we cannot let ourselves say, I don't know. Okay, just because it gets us nowhere. You do have an answer, I promise. You really do have it. And you can even call it a guess if that's easier. You could just say, I'm going to guess. If you require your brain to come up with something, it will. (laughs) And it's usually right, at least partially right. You'll know it will feel right to you or at least possible. And then you have a hypothesis and you can problem solve for that idea and see what happens next time. Are you saying, what if you were wrong? It's okay. It's good to know. It's a hypothesis. So then that wasn't the answer. Great. What's the, what is the one next time? It's, it's part of this iteration. This is how we do it. We move forward by asking ourselves, experimenting, trying again. We've talked about this before. We're trying things and then we're evaluating. That comes into play here. Okay. So I ate a bag of chips when I got home from work and started making dinner. And then I wasn't hungry for dinner, but I ate it anyway because I wanted to eat with my husband and because it really looked good because I'm a really good cook. (laughs) Okay. So that's what happened. And you can say to yourself, why did I eat the chips? With curiosity, no judgment, like, not like, oh, I can't believe you did that again. Or what is wrong with you? Just why did you eat the chips, love? And the answer that comes bubbling up could be, I was really hungry. I hadn't eaten anything since lunch and I was really hungry. Oh, I mean, doesn't that make so much sense? If we're beating ourselves up because of the chips, but really the point is, is that you were hungry. Bless your heart. You know, you were hungry. So now we have some information. 
if I'm over hungry when I get home, how about having an afternoon snack? The answer is so much easier to come by. So the answer isn't beat myself up, never have chips in the house, you have no willpower, you're terrible. Like those, those are literally never the answers, even though I, I know we think they are, but they're not. The answer is maybe I'll try an afternoon snack. And it's, that's such a beautiful place to start. Okay. And how does that feel when we're thinking, oh, I was really hungry. A snack might help. Done. Period. There's no, like, that's a great idea. So there's no guilt of like, yes, you had the chips, but now we have hope that that's going to change. So we can go on with our day. Now we don't have to have everything else on top of it because we're feeling so terrible and beating ourselves up and being irritable. We can just be like, oh, that's it. I'm going to try that tomorrow. Amazing. You can try this with any overeating situation. Remember, overeating is any eating past satisfied, not full. Past a plus two on the hunger scale. You can go to episode two to learn more about the hunger scale. But let's let's do another example. Cookies on the couch after dinner. No beating yourself up for it. You made the decision to eat the cookies. You had a reason. This is the important point here. Whenever you're doing any overeating, and there is a reason. Your brain thinks it's a good idea. We have There are many reasons why that's the case. There is a reason. And I promise you it's not that you're terrible and you don't have willpower. Those are not the reasons. There are other reasons. Okay? So our best chance of finding the reason is to be kind and curious, not punishing and guilt-ridden. So after you notice you had the cookies, you think, oh, I wonder why I decided to have cookies even though I wasn't hungry. Huh, why did I have the cookies? Doesn't that feel like just saying it that way, it feels fine. Curiosity feels fine. It's the judgment and the guilt that feels terrible. So remember, we're not going to say, I don't know. (laughs) So you calmly wait for an answer and we don't, we're not going to spiral into the blame and shaming either. We're just going to wait for an answer. And the answers could be one of these. It's a habit. I wanted something sweet. I had a hard day. I deserved it. Each of those have different solutions. You see, so it's so good to to ask yourself and to come up with one of these because you'll have a you'll have different hypotheses to work with if that's the case. It's so good to find out what our brain is thinking when it decides to have food when we're not hungry. That's all we have to do. Then we'll know what our work is, and it's not guilt, shame, judgy work. It's just actual decisions. So. If it's habits, they can be changed incrementally. You can have come up with a plan for that. If you wanted something sweet, something sweet can be chosen consciously and enjoyed instead of sort of sneaking it because it's a forbidden food and shoving it all down. Or having a hard day can find relief with something other than food because you're often going to need comfort and relief. And 
if we only find it with food, we're going to be in a position of having weight that we don't want. So we have to know how to give ourselves some relief without food. And the comfort list is a great place to start with that. That's episode 10. Okay, so go listen to episode 10 to find out about the comfort list. But you are going to need relief. You are going to have hard days. And it's so useful to be able to have comfort and relief in some place other than food. And the I deserved it one, you deserve your heart's desire, not out of control eating. You're an adult and you can choose anything you want. There's no need to justify it. You can choose to have a cookie. You can choose to do anything. A conscious choice will always feel okay, especially when we know we have our own back. And when we make a conscious decision, we often are able to see the whole picture and make a decision based on that. But if we're denying ourselves or hiding the decision or abdicating responsibility or any of those sorts of things, we are more likely to sort of slide on ice and just eat, overeat, 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 instead of taking your favorite cookie, enjoying it, moving on. Thinking of ourselves as making decisions as opposed to feeling out of control puts us back in the driver's seat where we belong, where we really are, where we are actually always in the driver's seat. So when we are making conscious decisions, we feel that way. We we connect to that part of us. We decide. We can own our decisions when we aren't scared that we're going to beat ourselves up. That's so big because we are the ones who make the decisions. When we pair decision-making with protection, meaning protecting our decisions from second-guessing and punishment, we build trust with ourselves. It's like the definition. We can trust ourselves. We can make a decision and trust ourselves when we're not scared that we're going to get slapped for making a decision. Trusting ourselves is the foundation of a great relationship with ourselves. A trusting, loving relationship gets us everything we want, including weight loss. We make decisions. We own them as the best we could do in the moment. I believe this with 100% of my being. And sometimes it takes convincing for people, but to me, it's clearly obvious. Given all the circumstances that were going on in that particular moment, you made the best decision you could. Now, I'm not saying you can't look at the decision and be like, oh gosh, I wish I made a different one. That could be possible, but we're not doing that. We are saying, oh, that was the best decision I could make in the time. And self-love goes a long way here. Some grace, like, oh, that was a, yeah, I had a hard day. I was hungry and I didn't plan ahead and that was the best I could do. God bless me. How can I do it differently next time? Because the beating ourselves up for it is just cruel. Honestly, it's cruel. And we're not going to do that. And the reason we're not going to do that, two reasons, it doesn't feel good and it does not work. It doesn't work. <laughs> it's like the main, bottom line, doesn't work. So we're not going to do that anymore. We're making decisions and we're having our back. We're not second guessing. We're not beating ourselves up. We're saying, oh, 
That's the decision I made. Yep. I see that I made that decision. I am going to do it differently next time. And here's how I'm going to set myself up differently. This is how we make progress because we're asking ourselves without judgment, how we can do it differently next time. If things don't go the way we want it. So we're not saying every decision is perfect, but we're saying we made the decision. It's that whole Brene Brown thing, getting in the arena, right? If you, you're making a decision for yourself. So then we don't, we're not in the cheap seats yelling at the person in the arena, which of course, all this is you, right? (laughs) You're in the arena and you're in the cheap seats, but we are, we have to make decisions for ourselves and we're going to do that. And we're not going to second guess. We're going to say, Oh, yep. That was the best decision I could make. How am I going to do that differently next time? If you weren't happy with how it went, this is how we make progress. It's how we create permanent change, all while building a strong, trusting, loving relationship with ourselves. This makes losing weight or anything else you decide to do, frankly, easy, painless, lasting. So this is, again, foundational. I would love for you to try this or notice this this week. Notice when you're making a decision. And in fact, what you could do is you could work backwards. When did you feel guilty about eating? And then work backwards from there. So I felt guilty about eating. I see that I made this decision. Where did that decision come from? Removing the judgment and the guilt. That's how we have guilt-free eating. Guilt-free eating means eating that we decide to do. And then we're free to enjoy it. And then when we're consciously eating and enjoying our food, we can start to tune into, oh, I see that I felt terrible after that. Like the food didn't sit well with me or I ate too much. Oh, next time I'm not going to do that. I can enjoy myself with my friends and maybe share that instead of eat the whole thing. You will be able to come up with ideas when you're not scared that you're going to beat yourself up. So that's how we have guilt-free eating. We are refusing to feel guilty about our eating. But when we're conscious about it, that doesn't mean we're not changing things. It just means we're not making ourselves feel terrible about it. We notice our decisions. We have our back. We don't beat ourselves up and we decide what to do next. Okay. I know you can do this. If you have any questions about this or anything else, weight loss or fertility, you know where to find me at stephaniefinemd.com is my website. And also on Instagram, stephaniefinemd, at stephaniefinemd. I'm sending you so much love. Make conscious decisions and do not beat yourself up this week. I love you. If you follow, share, rate, and review this podcast, you'll be helping it reach others just like you and making their journey with weight loss and fertility just a bit easier. Lighten their load. Share in your groups and social media. Thank you, fabulous.